some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. is doug uh shit i don't have a nickname lined up galliardo what's wow. up man really really good improvisational skills i loved it thank you uh i taught you well for you to say absolutely yeah. nothing all right so you, doug, obviously you learned nothing from me doug i just bought a new uh apple desktop galliardo yeah and the only thing that's working is uh luckily the the video and can't download Logic, so we're working with GarageBand to do the audio. We're going bare bones here. Well, but, you sound good, but I gotta admit, I was a little worried when I was texting you earlier, like, okay, we're gonna record tonight, and you were like, all right, I just gotta swing by the Apple store after work, making it sound like you're gonna pick up a bag of sugar or something. <laughs> this is gonna take for fucking ever, because he's gonna have to set it up. And <laughs> It took me longer to set it up than to actually get the computer, because I was in and out of there. I was like a fucking phantom. I walked in there. I said, hey, I know exactly what I want. The guy gave me the rundown. I mean, he told me, like I was telling you before, uh, he wanted, well, we, first we decided on the the computer with more RAM or whatever. And just to yeah. preface this, Phil already knows, with technology, imbecile. I don't know RAM. All I know is how to like make music on it and turn it on. That's about it. So he was like, you know, more space. Gives you more freedom, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a plantation owner's advice. That definitely doesn't sound like that. Uh, let's let's go with that. <laughs> Dude, I think your brain is fried right now from setting up this computer. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I'm glad that it's working. Uh, but uh, I couldn't think of a good... Let's just not say that. Uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, then we had to go back down to the to the eight gigs of RAM rather than the sixteen because you had to uh, get that one sent to you, and I didn't. I'm impulsive and I wanted it now, so I got that one. What's the still urgency? with logic on it? Exactly. I like Wait, to have what? it. In, that's the reason why you go to the store. You want it in your hands. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I mean. 8 gigs, and I'm working off, ex- working off an external hard drive anyway, with a lot of space on it, so it seemed like a win-win. And it's still, like, the up the brand new one. Not gloating or anything, but, like, I'm making monthly payments. I don't have, I don't have $1,500 flat out. Hey, big baller over here. Congrats on the raise. Doug got oh. a raise at work recently. Oh, thank Cause, you. Because he's the- such, a, such a hard worker. That's the reason why I got this computer. He's blushing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Am I? Oh, shucks. No, I don't. I appreciate you. Thank you. 
Uh, Phil had a lot of stuff going on today. See, I need to compliment you back. Because I can't handle it. (laughs) Uh, I was like, did I have a lot of stuff going on today? I don't think I did. Yeah, you were rubbing down a lot of people. Uh, Way to degrade my job, Doug. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) No, it takes a lot of time and effort and maneuvering to, like, do that. (laughs) Professional rub downer. (laughs) If you want, if you want a good old rub and tug, go see Phil. Hey, definitely not. No. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe let's not put that out there. There might be some creepy boomers listening. I don't want to give them any ideas. There's, a, there's a lot of weirdos on the internet. <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, so Doug, let's see what are we going to talk about today. You seem to be the only person in the world that is absolutely head over heels about the Watcher. Tears for Fear style. Absolutely. I <laughs> I watched it, and I didn't even know you watched it. I didn't know, like, because we talk about yeah. all the time of what we watch and everything. And I wasn't aware that you've seen it already, and I've heard about it just through word of mouth. And from what I heard, this show is addicting, and it's very good. And I was like, all right, this is like a, the new buzzy show. Uh, that's based on like a true story. I had never heard of the true story. I never knew what the basis of the story was. Only that like someone's watching a house. That's about it. And then I was sitting down the other day, and I had a lot of hours to kill because I was we didn't have a show that night. So I was like, all right, let me like I tried to find a movie. I didn't really see anything I wanted to see, and I just popped on Netflix, and The Watcher was the first thing that popped up, and I was like. Let's give this bad boy a shot. I watched four episodes in a row and was like, I didn't want to go. I wanted to finish it all. I loved it. Loved the whole thing. So I was the same way. Um, First three to four episodes, I was like, yo, this show is awesome. I'm hooked. I don't want to go to bed. I want to finish (laughs) this. Um, And then the last half of the season happened. And that's when it just like, for me started to just plummet and i thought that you were going to be the same way because you texted me you were two episodes in you were like yo this show's fucking awesome and i was thinking oh i remember when i was like that when i was watching (laughs) this show but i was like there's so much i want to say but just finish it and we'll talk about it i thought they executed everything quite perfectly i mean it's not a perfect show it is ryan murphy and with, uh, and he, you know, he's very theatrical. He worked on Glee and American Horror Story. He has like, he does have a style, like a, like a romantic way to deal with like, you know, horror and terror and stuff like that, which I like. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work. The last couple of American Horror Story seasons, I don't know if you're, I don't think you're a fan of American Horror Story like that. I watched like half a season of the first season and, the editing was so bad, I, I tapped out. I was like, this the first se- The first three seasons, I think, are flawless. Uh, Murder House, oh. Asylum, and Coven. Super interesting. And then when you get into, like, freak show territory, it kind of... But also, I-, I was thinking about this, because you said you didn't like the ending of The Watcher. Ryan Murphy seems like he doesn't really know how to end something. Yeah. Even though I enjoyed it, I liked it. Um, 
in American Horror Story, the ending always kind of flailed a little bit. So maybe that's just like not his thing. Yeah, around episode four of The Watcher, um, my problem with it, there were just so many red herrings and like these storylines that went nowhere. Which storyline? Oh my God, so many of them, man. Uh, Okay, well, spoilers if nobody, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, The private detective that he hires who ends up like saying, I'm the watcher. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is. But they give you the reasoning behind it. She literally said on her, well, she said on her deathbed, but then when they go to the funeral or the wake or whatever. The daughter explains that, you know, in her journey journal entries and stuff like that, that she wanted to give them closure, which it seemed like a very, very, the show is very heightened and built on paranoia, which is, I could see what you're saying where you're like, all right, come on already. Like, let's figure it out. But with the real case, from what I understand, is that you never find out who the watcher is. And I kind of, listen, I know some people might say the integrity is compromise when it comes to Hollywood adapting like a true story but like fuck it if the true story isn't that interesting anyway inject some of your own creative ideas in there this shit I was on the edge of my seat the entire time I don't give a fuck if it's not the true story or not I'm like all right let's let's keep it rolling the whole thing you didn't like the John Graff part like that part was so eerie when he's in the kitchen yeah, that part was fine, but there was no follow-up with him. Like, and later you see him at the neighbor's house hanging out, having tea, and it's like, okay, well, what the fuck's he doing there? But okay, um, let me ask you a question, though. If everything was over-explained to you, would you still have a problem? You don't like that it's kind of shrouded in mystery a little bit? Because I feel like that just adds to to wanting to know more. And now that it's uh, greenlit for season two, there's no way they're not going to touch on any of the stuff that we didn't know about in the first season well it just felt like ryan murphy had it's like he was throwing darts blindfolded at a wall with different plot points and he was just like oh okay yeah let's go with that you know what let's go with all 15 of these ideas and like never have any of them really pay off i feel like if he had just honed in on like three ideas and like really I don't know, like, plan that out a little bit better, it would have been a little more cohesive. But by the end of it, I was just like, all right, just fucking end it already. There's just too much going on. There's too many red herrings and all this conspiracy shit. I don't know. I feel feel like, I I get what you're saying about it being, like, convoluted and there's, like, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, And it's not a slow burn type of show like things happen fast and that's that's what what i appreciate about it it was really for seven episodes it really like moved quickly story-wise and every episode kind of left you on like this cliffhanger of like what's going to happen next which they executed pretty great to like you know keep you wanting to watch the next episode and to just like blow through it and the sex tape thing like the it's like, yeah, what the fuck was that? Like, I a, don't, a, I, a, that, a, I, I agree. I could have done without that. Cause like, how, what, how, what? 
Huh? Yeah, and then the uh the store the subplot of the daughter making this viral video accusing her dad of being racist. It was just unnecessary. It's like what's the point of throwing this in here as well? That was really weird. Yeah, that was really weird. I kind of I kind of just like ignored that because it wasn't really central to the main part of the story. Maybe they're trying to flesh out, you know, I it was cool to see the characters, you know, grow you know despite the amount of screen time that they got like the daughter wasn't really completely central to the story but like okay she's a bratty teenager she goes on tiktok and then realized hey maybe probably shouldn't be outing my dad as a racist when i know he's not and i'm just mad and angry and impulsive and rap just put that bow on it for like even though that lasted about 15 minutes fine yeah really had nothing like you said no bearing to the overarching story but I don't think that took away from the experience of the of the show. Um, hey, and another thing. Okay, so they hire this guy, Dakota, to install all these security cameras. They didn't have the, the, the thought, hey, let's put one on the mailbox and see who's dropping these letters off. You know, and, and I will say there are a lot of plot holes, which yeah. things could have been solved much quicker. Not to say, I was like, yo, this show is too crazy. I don't give a fuck if there's a plot hole the size of fucking the abyss. I don't care. It was great. I mean, the Uh, first three or four episodes were really good. I was totally hooked. Uh, There were moments that, like, creeped me the fuck out, like, when the letters first started coming. Um, And the robotic voice that they use, kind of very, like, computerized and just, like, kind of like if you ever watched, like, Gangland. They have like the uh, oh. the ex gang members like kind of in a silhouette and they're like talking like chopped and screwed like any Mike Jones song from down south. <laughs> yeah, I mean all that stuff Who? was good and Mike um, Jones <laughs> and Naomi Watts is always good. Hey, you know yes. what? Put her in the back seat with Patrick Wilson and James Wan driving. Another <laughs> middle. She's middle lane. She just Mi- Naomi Watts middle lane. Okay, that's well, a hot she, take right there. She occasionally kicks it in a high gear, and she's passing fools on the left lane. But usually, she's just middle lane. She's good. She's Let me really tell good. you why Naomi Watts is a fucking G. Okay, Oscar worthy G. It's everything. All all of her subtleties, which I noticed a lot in this show. I'm like, wow. Like I've always liked Naomi Watts in things. But, like, this show, I was, like, damn. Like, she's really delivering, like, a really, 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 like, fantastic performance. With, like, all of her facial expressions and just the way she is. And also, let's not forget about the underdog of the show, Jennifer Coolidge, fucking killing it. Oh, yeah. She was funny. Um, Stifler's mom, she's having a complete resurgence right now. Yeah, I gotta say, though, her shtick got a little bit old (laughs) by the time the series was done with. I was like, okay, I get it. You say funny shit. Like, but she was being a real, like, she's evil. Like, she was being evil. Yeah, and there was... See, that's another thing. Like, her whole plot, you know? Like, in the... Her sleeping with the police chief, there was that thrown at you and it's like you're throwing too much at me like just simplify this story like do you not want to use your brain that much to think 
no, I don't need 20 <laughs> fucking storylines thrown at me that go nowhere. Like, just hone it down to maybe four or five and keep people guessing and just craft those and make them count. As but these little storylines that you're talking about kind of, like, wrap up. Like, yeah, they were dating and then they're not. But you find out that, like, Jennifer Coolidge was the LLC, like, behind it trying to buy the house. And it wasn't yeah. really... I don't know. It just seemed like... I mean, yeah, they were focusing on a lot of characters. And, you know, that kind of goes back to the paranoia thing. Like, in a small town, there must be not a lot of things to fucking do. Um... If people are just out here sending letters. Also, I mean, the fact that uh, I didn't see um, Dean, his character, like, sending out letters. I was not suspected of that. But, like, that happened, I believe, in real life. So they kind of got to go that's with a, That's a theory that the husband was writing the letters. Uh, and, by the way, I've never seen him. I forgot his, his Bobby Cannavale. Hey, Bobby Cannavale. Hey, he crushed it as, like, a leading role. Dude, he's the man. He's fucking great. He was in that show Vinyl, which got got canceled. Um, He was in in Big Mouth, uh, voicing, like, a character. He's he's good. What? He was in The Other Guys. Was he? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a, a long time your mom's house joke that, like... People can't say Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and I just did it. <laughs> you did it involuntarily. Yeah, I did. It is a hard name to say. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Um, but yeah, he was in the other guys as well. He had like a small role, but he was. Was fun. he like one of the cops or something? Yeah. 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 Mark Wahlberg is another one. Not a not a fan. Talk hey. about fuck. Talk about wooden. Two by four. Here's here's the here's the movie to definitely avoid. Don't watch Me Time with Kevin Hart. I would never watch that movie, dude. It was so bad. I I, threw it on the other day. I love. Oh, sometimes you just need to like hate watch like a good like a really bad movie. Well, it was on the level of like one of those really dumb Adam Sandler movies. You're like, I know this is bad, but it's somehow entertaining enough to keep me watching. It was one of those. Mm, yeah, I, I see Mark Wahlberg and I run for the fucking hills. Uh, aside from, I mean, he was great in The Departed and The Fighter he was amazing in. Other than that. Hey, he's doing some good stuff. Boogie Rockstar, Nights. Rockstar. What? Boogie Nights? Oh, yeah. Boogie Nights. I mean, I. I like everything about Boogie Nights besides Mark Wahlberg, kind of. Fear? <laughs> I mean, that, What's up? Fear? Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, we talked about Fear. I don't I don't think I saw that one. Oh, 1996. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Never, I've never seen it. I know about it. I never I never saw it. I know we talked about it. Yeah, I grew up on that movie. Um, but yeah, back to The Watcher. Uh, Bobby... Bobby C. Bobby C in the house. Yeah, he did. Hey, good. Bobby, fucking your mother. All right, Bobby Cannavale. Like, I like that scene where he was like cussing out the neighbor. He was like, he was like, you can't have a white countertop. I can't make a red sauce on a white countertop. Okay, I'm Italian. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I'm like, yo, Phil probably died of that part. <laughs> but also, what nosy neighbors are they? To like even care about what they're doing. First of all, also Mia Farrow, 
How have we not mentioned Mia Farrow at all? Oh, Incredible. Yeah. Love Doug her. His, Doug threw his arms up in the air when he said that. And they cracked because I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> he snap, snap, crackle, popping. Wow, that really looked really bad off screen. I should probably not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, she was good in the show. Um, her girl from, uh, wait, she was Rosemary's baby, right? Good thing Damn. you got that right. Dude, how old is she? Like 70 something. Damn, how old was she when Rosemary's Baby came out? That was like, what, 68? Mm-hmm, 68. Uh, so young. She must have been like 18 or something. She was pretty young, yeah. Well, yeah, her and uh, Roman Polanski had a thing, unfortunately. Oh. All right. So maybe and, 15. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> hey. that's why he was going for Mia Farrow's daughter instead, because she was young. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's getting worse. Next subject. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Breeze past it. Um, yeah. no, don't be a fucking creep, guys. Um, yeah, she was great. I I loved uh, I loved Mitch and Mo, the other neighbors. I just loved how like nosy they were, and I was like, damn, like who like stop bothering this family. And um, and that's another thing they they commit suicide and then they just show up and everybody's like, Oh, that's, that's okay. But they explain that. Are you fucking dense? They half-ass explain that something about their son. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But that's why it's creepy uh, because we still don't know. Everything is so mysterious. And that's why we need a season two to explain everything. (laughs) I'm down. I'm, this could go on for four seasons. I don't care. I love the show. Do you think it'll be like the same cast or will it be like a new family moves into the house? And I kind of <clears throat> hope they go with the same cast because like it would be nice if, um, you know, they took this true story as the foundation and they built around it. When in reality, the uh, the watcher hasn't been found. Fine. This is not real life. This is a show. So I feel yeah. like they could take their liberty to do what they will with this, you know. Um, they already got, for the first season, you know, when it comes to a true story, I feel like you're always going to have problems by not staying completely true with, like, you know, the people who are involved in it in real life. But, like, it seems like it's going beyond that, and they already told that story, and now it's just kind of, you know, the true story was the basis of the show, and now they're going to hopefully extended i'm looking forward to it well you will be um kind of all by yourself there because <laughs> it seems like a lot of people don't really like it or they're kind of in the same boat as me it started strong and then it just kind of took a dive halfway through but i mean I'm all so in all it's not as bad as people make it out to be that's for sure a lot of people Dude, are saying like this is the worst fucking show ever it's i like, yeah. definitely not yeah, it's not like that bad, but it's got its problems, but also has a lot of good parts as well. So, And again, it's all about preference. There's so many shows that are like not great that have an audience. There's also shows that I think are bad, like Game of Thrones. I fucking can't stand Game of Thrones, and people love it. It's won, it's won Academy Awards. People love dragons and incest apparently so much that they, they're making... 1800 other spinoffs that's cool i can't stand it but 
people love that show. So you like what yeah. you like. There and I'll never take that replace, away from people. Replace that with uh, Marvel movies for me. And that's same argument. Man, don't my- say that this weekend because the Black Panther 2 just came out. Don't disrespect Chadwick Boseman. Okay, it wasn't a watch Black Panther. Okay, I'll I'll watch Black Panther. I'll watch I'll No, I'm not gonna watch a few Marvel movies, but I'll watch that one for you. Black if you're gonna watch any Marvel movie, Black Panther's the one. Alright. Well, Doug. Um so Shudder just yeah. came out with a, a list. One hundred and one scariest movie moments now movie moments okay yeah. Wait, i so, didn't know movie moments yeah so obviously mm. we can't go through all of these so why not we got all night people are people can listen to a 16 hour episode oh uh, not tonight <laughs> <laughs> since it took you an hour to set up your new computer an hour uh, and 15 but i just thought that we could kind of go down the list and <gasps> at least kind of talk about the ones maybe from like a hundred to 50 that stand out to us. But I do want to get to like the top 20 or so. Let's, let's, talk roll, about those. let's roll it down, baby. All right. Let me pull it up on the screen here. If, um, oh, if you're just listening. Well, Phil's Pornhub right I there guess. on the screen. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> your 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 whole recently watched from porn up. <laughs> uh, I don't watch porn on this laptop. Thank you very much. I know that's this why. Stuff. That's the only reason you bought that new setup, isn't it? Are you gonna get into like the VR thing? Fuck no, no, that's too no too weird, too crazy. I would rather have a real life woman. That would be great. Yeah, but right now it's just me double jerking it. No VR. No. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. I haven't had the opportunity. I feel like that would be too weird, because like, if you have like goggles on your head, it's like she's there, but also, like, I can just imagine yourself like kind of like air thrusting with fucking huge binoculars on your face. It's just too <laughs> too weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, let's kick off this <laughs> list. All right. So everybody throw on your VR headsets, get out uh get out the lube and yeah, if you want me and on Phil on top of you, fire it up. Oh yeah. Up on <laughs> We'll do the spook house VR. <laughs> the spook house orgy. We're setting it up for twenty twenty three. Alright, so one hundred and one one hundred and one scariest moments. Alright, so kicking it off. Hmm. At one hundred and one, we have it follows. Oh, I thought openings. you were doing the bottom, the top, the twenty. Yeah, we are, but I just want to go down the whole list and kind of talk oh, about okay. some that sort of jump out to us. Um, but yeah, it follows. I don't know why they picked the opening scene. I thought the scariest part of that movie would have been when the seven foot tall guy came through the doorway. Um, um honestly don't remember this movie too much i only watched it once and wasn't a fan um i do realize that i have to rewatch it uh be- just because everyone loves it and maybe i might have missed something and i'm um, one of those people all right so we got to do a rewatch then yeah wait that love you love it or no you, i, I you love, it. You love it okay I okay that's what i thought happens. i was like we talked about this before it's uh probably in possibly top 10 top 10 definitely uh, 
Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to sit down and think about it, but it's up there. I love that movie. So many people do. I just didn't. I like the aesthetic of the movie. Um, I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it that much. I didn't like. I don't really care about the whole STD under like underlying STD message. I was like, all right, it's weird, but well, I'll have to watch even... it again. Yeah. Okay. Um, One that stands name... out is sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was looking at The Strangers. That is way too high. That should be lower on this list because that movie, that whole movie affected me in such a way where, like, I peed, like, out of my window again because I was too fucking scared to leave (laughs) my room to go to the bathroom. Uh, Ultimate paranoia after watching that movie. Um, I'd be more worried that I'd be more worried that somebody was going to, like, snatch my dick off that's standing outside my window. I was on the Why second floor, just so unless they have a ladder. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> can you... <laughs> I can just imagine your dad, like, stepping out for smoke, <laughs> and he just hears a trail of piss <laughs> at the back. <laughs> Luckily, my mom and dad got divorced when I was in fifth grade, so it was just my mom. <laughs> all right, well, your mom. Why you gotta go and make the story all sad? Okay. <laughs> We're just sticking to the facts here. I mean... Hey, I'm right there with you. I think my parents got divorced around the same time. And uh, we're better for it. Oh, shit. Oh, speaking of your dad. we got... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We'll get to this back to this list in a second. Um, <laughs> so Doug dropped some news on me this past weekend. Uh, it turns out Doug. I don't know if we can talk about this. Really? Okay. I don't know. Let's, Actually, let's. I, I don't. No, we don't have any. No, like we don't have any ties. Okay. Yeah, we can mention it. <laughs> All right, I won't throw out any details here, but apparently, we... your uncle was in the mafia. Grandpa, grandpa's brothers. Your grandpa's brothers. Mm-hmm. Two of them. What My were their first never... names? Uh, well, one of them was his name was Babe. Uh, which is what they called him, uh, not his real name. And then I forgot the other one, but my grandpa's name was Timmy. Uh, but his real name was Robert. But they called him Timmy because he used to watch like a cowboy cartoon show on TV that was called Timmy, and he loved it. And everyone just called him Timmy. <laughs> so they were in the mafia. Yeah, they they were like working with like the mob and stuff. Oh shit. My so, grandpa used to like tell me like stories, not super young, but I was in like, you know, early 20s and stuff like that. He would say all the stuff that he had to like hide and stuff like that and see them coming in the house. Damn, did he ever kill people? Oh, well, I guess we can't talk my about grandpa? it. My grandpa? No. My my grandpa's brothers? Don't know. <laughs> see, I fucking knew it. From the moment I met you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this fucking guy. I knew it. I'm not even, like, like I'm Italian-Hungarian, but my name really doesn't, like, reflect that. Galeado. Besides my my last name, yeah. But, like, Doug. It's not really, like, you know, an Italian name. I think it is. Hey, it is Doug. Hey, Dougie the... uh, What what would your nickname be? I have a middle... My middle name is more Italian than my first name. You want to throw that out there? Did I ever tell you my middle name? Probably, right? I don't, I don't think so. 
It's just it's just John J O N. So like, hey, oh. Johnny Galliano coming down the fucking pike with the cannolis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I I hated I didn't like my name, my first name when I was like in elementary school, because like I love my name now, but like <clears throat> I don't know it it just seemed too like everyone's name was John and I was like my middle name is John everyone needs to call me John because like I want to fit in but I was like no it didn't work no one called me John I'm not a John yeah dog definitely suits you better um, you look like a Phil I can't you do you have a middle name of course I do I'm not gonna say it on air something why not I don't know I'll Philip tell you later. Joseph I know it's not Joseph. <laughs> Mother Paul and Mary, your parents are reading the Bible and they thought, ah, oh, Joseph, it's too sweet. So are you going to like put a hit out on me next time I trash Malignant? Uh, if you don't tell up... me your middle name right now, I'll send some goons over there. You can call up your uncles. They're <laughs> going to catch me. They're going to catch me in my parking lot after work. They're going to say, uh, hey, we heard uh, you've been disrespecting the films of James Wan lately. Be like, <laughs> me? Like, yeah, you've been talking about malignant. They're going to let you over the warning. They're just going to smack you in the ear, rough you up a little bit, and then go back to the the restaurant. Uh, They're going to say, like, hey, from now on, you love malignant. (laughs) Let me hear you say it. I love malignant. Hey, that's better. Okay. (laughs) I love how every Italian impression you do is just Joe Pesci. (laughs) It's just Joe uh, Pesci from Goodfellas. Joe Pesci from Jersey. (laughs) <laughs> hey, this fucking guy. Hey, dance, spider, dance. <laughs> Go get your fucking shine box. Hey, dance, All Gabriel. Right. Alright, so don't put out any dance. don't put any hits out on me there, Doug. Alright, let's get back to this list. So hey, what's the your strangers. Name? I gotta say, man, I don't I I thought the strangers was just fine. It was okay. Um for two thousand eight, which was mm. a dry era of horror movies like just fucking nothing coming out i mean you had the uninvited which was not great also a remake uh what else came out in 2008 i mean you had shit like mirrors starring keeper bad i I was working at the movie theater when that came out and i popped in there after like a shift or whatever wow i'm so glad i didn't pay for that pile of shit or um like the My Bloody Valentine remake, Ugh, you know, just yeah, shit no. like that. Um, so for its time, I applaud it for being original and yeah. being a slasher movie. But other than that, I just thought and it was just fine. a slasher movie, like just straight up, no motive. That's what makes it terrifying. It's just like I hear that the second home. one is pretty good. No, it's not. Not really? in my eyes. Everybody keeps talking about like the pool scene. Like there's this no, no. Really? No. No. I watched it. I don't know if it's just because I love the first one so much and the second one is all of a sudden like strangers pray at night, born supremacy, and everyone's like running around and just like there's no really there's no real horror edge to it. It's a lot of action and kinda goes into the realm of ridiculousness. Um of just being like like it, and again, they're remaking. They're making like a franchise out of it. They're rebooting the first one and doing it again. It's just like the first one was perfect. Leave it alone. I think I think there's really not a lot to expand that story with besides like you know learning about the serial killers who are doing the you know you know 
involved in the murders, but like, come on, let's let's not do that. Um, anything on this list jumping out at you, Doug? We are at number uh, ninety-one. The Brood. The Brood hurt me. Oh, that is up there. The whole I didn't listen. I like David Cronenberg. A lot of his at movies number... make me feel dumb. What's that? Yes. I said at number <clears throat> at number 83, The Brood says body reveal. Mm-hmm. I don't re- I haven't seen that movie enough to recall that specific part. I just remember like the kids coming out of the wall. Really I mean, so creepy. like that's the whole like <clears throat> that's the whole like big twist. Like these kids are like coming off of her body and like her anger is like forming them. So she has this big like weird uterus popping out of her stomach and she like opens like her big nightgown or whatever wild is really wild uh i saw that movie for the first time mm, last year so pretty recently and it who shot up my list is easily one of my favorites that movie is just like deeply deeply disturbing um and that easily is yeah one of the best scenes uh us that kind of stands out to me because I mean, the family outside, like, yeah, it's creepy, scary. Number 88 of all time. I'll give it, you know, if it's going to be on the list, I think it's in the right spot. Uh, I love Us. I love that movie. Uh, But scary, maybe it's because, you know, we're jaded now and don't get too scared. Um, It was great. Well, right after that, you have The Witch old lady hand i think that's when caleb goes into the woods and he comes upon that witch's hut and um i didn't find that part that was actually the one part of the movie that was like the closest thing to a kind of jump scare the thing that works about that movie for me is like the just slow dread creepy stuff i would have put when um when the witch was sucking the blood from the goat in the barn, she turns around and lets out that cackle. Yeah. Like, that's fucking creepy. That's more think, that's more scary than yeah, the the you know, the image of the, the hand. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. Um A lot of moments on this list are the movies are it's like the scenes that they pick from the movies. Um, yeah, that's what's interesting to me. I do like the child's play, like when she turns it over and there's no batteries. And also, we have to think in the context, at least with some of these older movies, that like it was the '80s, it was the '70s, it was the '90s. Sure, a lot of people were you know less desensitized than they are now, and a lot of these movies were groundbreaking for its time, which is why they you know stood the test of time. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, see like that moment, scary in a sense. But like gasping for you know for mercy, not really. I love I love Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, that was what seventy seven, I think. You're you're killing it with the uh, killing it with the years. Wait, hang on, let's check. Um, but yeah, that's a great ending. <laughs> great oh, ending. Seventy eight. But... Sorry. All you're off. Here. You're off. Um. Yeah, great ending. Let's see. Ooh, Doctor Sleep. No, sir. Get off of this list. Um... Oh, Doc Doctor Sleep. It was pretty. Uh, the first Harvest. I'm not really sure what scene that is. I do. I do think the Jacob Tremblay scene should be up there because 
Wow, they didn't pull any punches with that shit. What the hell is a tale of two sisters? Have you ever seen that? Number 82. I it I think it's a really really old. I think it might be like 60s maybe. A tale of two sisters. Unless I'm crazy. It could it's either like a Japanese movie or like Hold a up. really really old movie. Or oh, it's a it's a South Korean 2003 horror film. Okay. I've never heard of it. I've heard of it, but apparently, apparently, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, let's see, Evil Dead. I mean, scary. No, I don't think so. Uh, great movie. Um, Dawn ooh, of the I, Dead, two thousand four. Neighbors Kid. That was a good remake. Yeah, that was a good remake. Uh, Nosferatu definitely should be lower on this list that movie is fucking with silent it's terrifying doesn't need any any dialogue or spoken dialogue sorry what year terrifying. did that come out can i guess i know i know the year do you know the year 1922 ding 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 you're right really? baby hell yeah oh, 1922 shit. and guess what i'm not proud to say this i have never watched nosferatu you gotta. I ser- come on, man. I searched on, for it the other night. Homies I was on like, my arm. Oh shit! Um, our boy Robert Eggers is remaking it. And I is that stoked. a rumor or is that real? It's real. And I thought Willem Dafoe was gonna play Nosferatu, but it's Bill Skarsgård. Hmm. Interesting. So count count me in for that. Willem Dafoe already played Count Orlock. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And uh. Klaus Kinski's Nosferatu. Hmm. Klaus Kinski. All then right. We got uh, ooh, the, when a stranger the night falls, house, is the night house is right after that. Finding the bodies. I well, thought it would have been. I didn't see. What it. are you kidding me? They put that scene over one of the greatest jump scares of the last ten years when she falls asleep on her friend's lap. That part, I didn't see the movie. like. Okay. You gotta watch it. I think you would like it. I did hear it was good. Um it was a twenty twenty release too. Yeah, it was directed by um the same dude that did the ritual and the latest Hellraiser, David um, Oh, David Bruckheimer. Bruckner? Yeah. <clears throat> David Bruckner, yeah. I did like the ritual. The ritual was uh pretty fun. I love the ritual. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but with the Baba Duke, great one to have on this list. Uh, first appearance. Um, yeah, I'll give it that. I mean, his overwhelming I... presence in the movie is pretty, pretty terrifying. I really want to rewatch that. I did enjoy it. The one and only time I saw it. <clears throat> I had a double feature uh, of Baba Duke, and it follows uh, for the first time. Like. 2014 2015 whenever it came out and uh yeah watched it follows first didn't like it babadook loved it oh shit number 66 terrified did you ever see this movie oh i heard it was good it's really good and the scene they picked is the right one it says the boy comes back meaning there's this little six-year-old kid that like 
comes back to life and he's just sitting in this person's kitchen like not moving it's so fucking creepy you gotta watch that movie i'm pretty sure it's on shutter it's a shutter original i believe and it's spanish if i'm not mistaken yeah it is okay but so good um i forgot i watched that movie uh, a there quiet moments in that. oh um where's that quiet place number 62 noisy rocket that's not fucking scary really no not really what were you gonna say i was i don't know what i was gonna say um oh we skipped over <clears throat> this deserves to be on the list friday the 13th the canoe jump scare at the end yeah of of the time absolutely because you know probably the whole time you're not thinking that the movie's gonna show jason and then all of a sudden he's hopping out of the water strangling hose great ending yeah let's give it that the autopsy of jane doe never uh, never saw it whoa dude you've never seen the autopsy of jane doe no is that the one i always see this really good is that the movie where like the grandma like unhinges her jaw and is like eating a person no you're thinking of the taking of deborah logan which is also (laughs) really good that's like a found footage movie. Have you ever seen yeah. that? No, that that but that one image fucking creeps me out. Dude, that movie, as far as like newer found footage movie goes, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I did hear a lot of people uh, enjoyed it. Well, put those two on your list. Autopsy of Jane Doe and The Taking of Deborah Logan. I'll watch those. Let's, yeah. All right, Doug, anything jumping out at you? Uh, yeah, 58 and 57. Um, those should be way higher. When a stranger calls, when I first saw that, the whole, first of all, if we're going opening scenes to any movie, period, when a stranger calls has to be up there because that whole, that could be like a little short film within itself. Like the whole, like, he's in the house already and he murdered the kids like the whole time it's just very unsettling and disturbing and oof, atmosphere with that scene is outstanding and then black christmas another one that has the atmosphere going for it um so it's yeah i chair. would say what's up it says black christmas rocking chair yeah uh <clears throat> great scene it's pretty scary i mean i can imagine for like 1974 where he came out I believe you're correct. Yes. Either 73 or 4. But yeah, that scene um, is a pretty terrifying scene uh, for that time. Uh, I can imagine audiences in the movie theaters were gasping for air. Uh, That's just a great movie all around. Uh, So it deserves to be on this list at some point. Have you ever seen this movie called Threads? No, I never heard of it. At number 55. I keep hearing it's one of those movies that's extremely fucked up and it'll make you feel horrible after watching it. So I'm just like, I don't want to watch that. (laughs) Kind of like a Serbian film type of deal. Yeah, put that in the same category. I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to be bummed out. I don't need to see like, I don't even know what Threads is about. I never even heard of it. Is it an American movie? Is it like a Russian movie or something? Let's look it up. But isn't a Serbian film? It's just like extremely graphic. 
Like, yeah, there's a whole lot of uh, disturbing stuff going on in that movie. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I saw it in, like, 2011. Uh, my friend downloaded it. He, like, torrented it because he heard it was, like, such a messed up movie. And we watched it on his laptop. And I was like, like, what? How, how is this even? Why is this even made? Uh, yeah, it's just, like, being fucked up like making fucked up stuff just for the sake of like shock value at least i think uh i'll pass threads is a 1984 apocalyptic good god apocalyptic Walbert. war drama <laughs> so it's not even like a horror film per se hmm. that's weird probably doesn't deserve to be number 55 but hey maybe they know something i don't Number 53, Gerald's Game, the degloving scene. Have you seen Gerald's Game? Haven't seen it. It's still on my list. I heard it's, uh, well, it's directed by Mike Flanagan, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one of his movies that I haven't seen, I think. Yeah, um, it's on Netflix. It's a good watch. It's a Stephen King adaptation. I thought... Yeah, the degloving scene, well, you'll know when you see it, but as far as scary goes, I would put some stuff with the Moonlight Man, because that legitimately creeped me out when I saw that movie, and tried to go to bed Hopefully the Moonlight Man is scarier than the, uh, what's the thing in Conjuring 2 that everyone's obsessed with? The nun? No, the other one. Oh, the old man in the chair? The other one. The toy. I don't know. I barely remember that. <laughs> the, the Top Hat Man or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, the Crooked Man? There you go, the Crooked Man. I thought that was just cringy. That was like some ICP shit. Or <laughs> that was like a Juggalo. <laughs> yo, no, that's uh, that's actually the next Joker card installment for ICP, the Crooked Man. Yo, yo, it's the Crooked Man up in this bitch. <laughs> wow, if I wouldn't have known, I that was a spot-on impression of Shaggy Tootop right there. That was Violent J, sir. Oh, yeah, Shaggy Two Dope yells. Learn your shit, okay? Learn my shit! You should have saw the garbage bags upon garbage bags that I threw out full of hatchet gear stuff. Oh, God, I wish he still had that. I had a Santa's, Santa Claus is a Fat Bitch shirt. I had the <laughs> Monoxide uh, football jersey from Twisted. I had the Mirror Mirror shirt. I had the uh, the Lil Poot shirt from Big Money Hustlers. Hey, I had um, a Riddlebox shirt oh, when shit. I was in, like, fourth grade. Name me five bad. songs off a of riddle box. Guaranteed you can't. Kidding. I probably could, but let's continue with the list. Head list. Um, let's see. Misery. Breaking of the ankle. Uh, scary. Not really. But a good scene in a good movie. Yes. Number 50, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Classroom body bag. That should be higher, right? Yeah, I feel like that should be uh, in a higher spot, at least at least in the maybe upper 30s, low 40s. Oh my god, they put the Conjuring, Hide, and Clap two spots before Nightmare on Elm Street. Honestly, yo, that should be Blast higher. For me. The Conjuring is absolutely horrifying, through get and through. Get middle lane fucking No, get the fuck out of here. That Conjuring is top pack. tier one. <laughs> 
Top tier one. <laughs> Granted, oh, it doesn't shit. hold a candle to a nightmare, nightmare in Elm Street. No, it does not. Oh, and right after that, we have Get Out, Hypnotized. Uh, the scariest see, scene? Yeah, Probably that's not. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, they pick good movies, but the yeah. scenes they pick is like... What would you really pick in that movie? Because I have I have, a th- I have, an idea. Uh, Maybe like when Chris finds the pictures. Mm. Or, or I don't know. That's, that's not one. even like a... I would pick where he takes the picture of Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, yeah. And he snaps out of it. And he's like, get out, get out. Like, you're like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, get, I oh, guess Blair hey. Witch has to be on there. Hey, what's uh, number 44, Doug? <clears throat> Not the scariest moment in that movie. <laughs> well, The weirdest moment in is. that movie, for sure. Doug, tell the people what moment, it, what movie and <laughs> moment it is. Rosemary's Baby. Thank you. <laughs> People listening to this, they can't see the list. I thought you were gonna say it. We gotta, we gotta converse. Come on, man. I'm Scotty Pippen. You're Michael Jordan. I'm throwing the layup to you. Like you got <laughs> dunk, dunk that shit in, dog. Come on. I was only uh, only in basketball for like a year. <laughs> but yeah, All you right, got. You got. If you're talking about Rosemary's Baby, you gotta go with the moment that she realizes that the baby is like the son of Satan. Yeah, that's what I would have picked that score is absolutely harrowing to listen to number 43 after that we have inside hiding in the bathroom um i don't think you've ever seen inside the french horror film i think it came out like 2008 i only saw the remake dude got to or that's on the list i need to go through this list because there's a lot of stuff up here i haven't seen so, which ones you haven't th- you seen that you're that you're looking at? Um, that I'm looking at currently. Wait until dark. What the hell's up? Don't know what that is, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The I'll Invisible Man at thirty two. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie. But so did I. But like that was a, as a shock. Might be a little moment. too high up. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. they dude, they put fucking Don't Breathe the Turkey Baster at number 30. Get out of here with that. These shit. gotta be higher. Like lower. Like lower on the list. Like higher numbers. That shouldn't even be on the list. Again, shocking scene, scary, not so much. Alright, well let's back it up. Real quick here, I want to talk about this one. Number 41, Zodiac, Couple by the Lake. And I fully agree with that because I think, I mean, the way this scene plays out, when when they start getting stabbed by the Zodiac, you feel like you're there with them. And, I mean, David Fincher just, it's a David Fincher movie. So, you know, it's just shot really well. It's one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. Definitely my top 20. Same here. I love that movie. It's that good. It kicked off my obsession with finding out who the Zodiac really is. (laughs) And I'm, I would say at least once or twice a week, I go down a rabbit hole of like 
reading about new suspects and I don't know. That's a whole topic we could get into. All right. Right after that, we have, let's see, 30 Days of Night, Killing Spree. Have you seen 30 Days of Night? Long time ago. My friend was obsessed with that movie, so I've seen it. Uh, Again, good movie, but like scary, like we need to, we need to discuss the definition of scary. It's got some, it seems like it's got some with, good moments in it. Josh yeah. Hartnett's actually pretty good in it. Yeah, and do uh, Danny Danny Houston or whatever his name is. He's also really great in everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, Doug. Anything jumping out at you? We are at number forty on the list. Um. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're sticking with just movies because I see the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, get that shit out of here. And also, this is the Shutter, like this is an official list from Shutter. Yeah. Because they spelt realization wrong. Yeah, well, this is just a list typed out from somebody on Reddit because I couldn't find a oh, website okay. that had like just the full just list. The list. So it's, yeah, somebody just typed it out. Okay, that's what's fucking me up because I'm like, this doesn't really look official. It's like in lowercase letters sometimes. Yeah. It's in capital. It's like kind of a disaster to look at. But <clears throat> hey, well, the job done. The... Yeah, props to whoever typed it up. <laughs> what if they just like fucked up this list? <laughs> we're just reading the wrong one. It's not. Or what if they flagged the video because we're like using their content? <clears throat> uh, number thirty six, the Blair Witch Project the ending i agree with that that movie still creeps me out i love that movie i don't care as much as i dislike that movie very much uh it has to be on the list somewhere just because of the uh impact that it had on just movies in general well let me tell you something doug if you were 11 years old and you saw that movie in theaters and that was your first oh okay all right so I, I saw the movie. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it when it came on VHS. But like, I was super like, young. I think just the experience of being in a theater and seeing found footage for the first time, like just watching a movie through that mm. POV, it it was different, and it just it just hit differently. You know, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, this is like home movies. This is a movie." So I mean. That's what I'm saying. The impact of the movie is like way too large to ignore. Like it did so much for the found footage genre and the horror genre, and it was such like a little. This is a, it was a small movie, and yeah. even the behind the scenes, uh, trivia is pretty, you know, pretty gnarly. What they put like the actors through and stuff like that. So like yeah. you have to include it, but I don't know. It didn't. I I think it's just a lot. It's like fucking Lord of the Rings almost. It's like it's just a bunch of walking. Yeah, I still enjoy it, though. I think it still holds up. But speaking of found footage, number 35, next on the list, we have Standing by the Bed, Paranormal Activity. I don't think we've ever talked about this movie. What do you think? <laughs> I'll about give this? you one reason, Tracy Chapman. Why? Hot garbage. That's why. You didn't You didn't like Paranormal Activity? No. Oh, Not dude. a one. Not I any. saw it in. I saw it in theaters, and I gotta admit, it fucking got me. It creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> so if you so paranormal movies get you, yet you didn't like The Conjuring. Uh, 
What? Why do you gotta go back to that? Because paranormal activity is literally people opening doors and random sounds in the distance, which is not scary. I'm not saying I don't like all paranormal movies or ghost movies. There's a lot that I do like. Um, But I'm not talking about James Wan. We talked about him plenty on the last episode. (laughs) Tell tell me why. Tell don't me why your paranormal activity holds up. I just I don't know. I thought it was effective. Um the the scene that they picked out standing by the bed, I thought it was creepy as shit. You just see like this time lapse time lapse footage of uh the girl standing by the bed. I just thought it was creepy. And then nothing happens. <sighs> well, whatever, Doug. <laughs> I'll take James Wan movies over paranormal activities any day. Also, Jason Blum, uh, Blumhouse does paranormal activities. All right. Well, whatever. Um, so you're, you're a Blumkin, I guess. A Blumkin. <laughs> All right, Doug, anything jumping out at you? Uh, it Chapter 1? Really? Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, Number 26? Come on. Hellraiser? I mean, shit. Like, that's that moment is great, but I wouldn't pick that. I would pick more of, like, when Frank is, like, come to daddy and, like, cornering Christy. Like, that shit's pretty terrifying, more than the Jesus Wept part. Shocking. Again, sure. like, scary. Like, what is scary? Yeah. These are more just, like, really, really great moments in movies. Maybe not necessarily the scariest. It's either... I would put this, like, shocking moments. In movies, because like, I think scary and shocking are kind of different. Yeah, it could be the same, but I think looking at this list, it doesn't really seem like the scariest parts of the movie. Well, the moment, <clears throat> the movie right before Hellraiser, number twenty-five, I saw the devil. Great movie. Uh, yeah, incredible movie, and I really want to rewatch that. It's a Korean horror film. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, great movie. Um, I watched this movie back to back with Old Boy, and was mind blown twice. Oh my god! I just saw what number one was. Get the fuck out of here! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Get no, the no, that... fuck out of here! Hold, Hold on, on. these are these people's are... lists. Get to the real yeah, list. These are like, <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> Because someone put something as number one, and I absolutely do not agree with that. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, somebody put... I'm not going to spoil it for anyone listening, but wow, that is... And people love that movie. People are obsessed with that movie. That is a very loyal fan base. And the movie's good. Alright, now you're getting into weird territory. Okay, what the Is this even the list? Yeah, it is. Okay, but it just has the... God damn it. (laughs) We're very professional, I promise. This is great. (laughs) This is good radio right here. (laughs) Okay, you know what? It doesn't have the moments up here, so I'll just go through the movies. Okay. (laughs) And then we can talk about the scariest moments in the movie. Yeah. Okay, wow. Number 22, Saw. Come on. Yeah, I'll 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 give I'll give Saw um fair shake on that. 
Pretty terrifying. That movie is pretty terrifying when you realize like the ending. Oh god damn! It's a James Wan movie. I can't get away from this guy. You can't. He's 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 gonna be your favorite director. Uh, you gotta give him number... the respect he deserves. Have you ever? Okay, wow. Number twenty, Wreck. R E C. Wreck. Have you ever seen that? I've seen Quarantine, which is the remake with Jennifer Carpenter, and that's a really good movie. Um, have you seen Wreck? I have not. Do you recommend it? Recommend it? Uh, I've never seen this one. I've only saw Quarantine, which is uh, the remake of Wreck. Uh, but I did hear is really really good and one of the one of the best found footage movies in the horror genre. So I'll recommend it off the bat, even not having uh, seen it. All right, number nineteen, Carrie. I'm guessing that they are talking about the the finale of that movie, like, which I don't know. I wouldn't really. I think it's scary <clears throat> when I think what's more scary is like the character driven stuff, like with her mother. Yeah, yeah, I would say so as well. I wouldn't put it that high on this list. Number eighteen, The Omen. Yeah terrifying terrifying when uh two moments i think stand out from this movie being the scariest one obviously when you know the ant or whatever jumps off the roof and hangs herself yeah. easily and when they go to the uh cemetery or whatever and like dig up like the mother of damien and it's just like a fucking skeleton of like some demon chupacabra thing or whatever hey remember when um when the remake came no. came out on 666 garbage i watched that remake actually recently over 2020 just and i and i watched it like once like once or twice before and i remember it being really bad and i was like it's on here for free i'll just watch it wow it is still awful that movie should not be remade um yeah it wasn't very good number 17 night of the living dead now you could say okay so that came out what 68 i think i would say maybe or 65 i thought it was 63 let's see i don't think it came out the same year as rosemary's baby 68 yeah oh i did okay hmm fuck me maybe it's the black and white that's throwing us off what Um, a great year for horror yeah culturally significant but i mean when i watched that movie maybe it's just maybe if i had saw it in 1968 it would hit me a little harder but um but it's on the list yeah that's the whole argument because like within the context of the year it came out it had to have been terrifying in 1968 when like you know zombie movies weren't really prevalent like they are now uh, for like a casual audience and again we have to think about it in casual audience terms too because we're so used to watching horror movies we our favorite yeah. uh so like to a casual viewer could it be terrifying absolutely yeah number 16 on the list the exorcist 3 and have you ever seen this yeah i have okay uh one of the greatest jump scares ever this movie doesn't so, get a lot of love, and we're going to see 
a whole trilogy done by David Gordon Green, so let's see if he follows down that path. Hey, I know somebody that loves Exorcist 3. David Gordon Green? No, Dahmer. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Doug, you want to come over and you know watch the watch his Exorcist with me? Oh, I, ju- some- I just rented it from Family Video. I got I got a couple <laughs> booskies in in the back there. Do you want to go? You want you want me to put on my underpants and and get it for me there? Yeah. Let's go, Bulls. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he was from uh, Wisconsin. So he was probably a Packers fan. Let's go Pat hey, Cheesehead. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll watch the Packers game and uh then we can watch the Exorcist. After. You know, you don't want to come in here. We're just doing, you know, we're just doing gay stuff, you know, you know, talking about packing, am I right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good one, Doug. Hey, but I'm saw uh, that coming. Hey. All right. <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> all right, number 15 on the list. Wow. Get this out of here final destination two. suck a two by four no this is not so, scary so they're talking about the uh the log scene yeah no iconic like, yes memorable yeah uh but no you're telling me that like night of the living dead a nightmare on elm street think about all that came before this and you're putting final destination two yeah, I'm curious to know who, like, curated this list. I don't because know. Because it had to be, you know, a bunch of people, or, like, you know, like us, like, a couple people sitting around a room discussing what's scary, but you also have to not be biased, you know? Like, I think unbiased Final Destination wouldn't even be on the list if we're talking scary moments. It's not scary. Like, yeah. I mean, it's scary, but, like, in what? I mean, it, I at know. least pick something maybe from the first movie. Um, like, it's not even jarring. Yeah. Or the third movie, even. The roller coaster scene is fucking horrifying. Welp. We didn't make the list. We're just reacting to it. And the one after that, number 14, Jaws. I get, like, yeah, it has to be on the list somewhere. And in case I. I'm definitely going to edit out the part where I got to number 25 on the list and then it cut off. Um, so we don't have the scenes from here, from here on up. So we're just going to kind of guess the scenes, but, uh, or talking about what scene that like we think is the scariest, uh, from jaws. What scene would you pick? I'd probably go with, uh, when he's chumming the water and the shark just shows up for the first time. I mean, that's pretty, yeah, yeah, I'd say that. I'd agree. Just because you're waiting for the shark to come, you're waiting to see it, and then it's like a shocking reveal when, like, you know, he actually pops out of the water. So well, you're yeah. not even waiting for it. It just, like, there's no... Well, uh, no, like, uh, like the audience waiting for it. Like, you're like, all right, movie's called Jaws. It's about a shark. Where's the shark? Where's the Jaws, baby? Give us the Jaws. <laughs> Give us the Jaws. <laughs> all right, number 13. Scream. Not the 2022 one. No, the first Uh, Scream. The only first Scream there is. Yeah. Well, the new one was called Scream. It's Scream 5. I don't give a fuck what what the Ready or Not people do with it. It's Scream 5. What are they going to call the new one? Scream 2? Scream 2-6? Scream Scream in New York? 
Ghostface takes Manhattan. That's the only it's the only title that should be a thing. Scream, the story of uh Sam Carpenter. <laughs> Scream, get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Like Wu Tang Clan. Come on. No? Okay. Alright, so <laughs> I'm gonna guess that they put the opening scene up here. And that's fair. That's fine. It's one of the best I mean, scenes of all time ever in any movie. Yeah, one of the best intros. Movie was a it was a game changer. People love it. It's there for yeah. a reason. They they had to follow up the opening scene and they delivered. Number twelve, a little movie called Halloween. I Wait, which Halloween this... are we talking about? Nineteen seventy eight, bro. <laughs> that wasn't sarcasm at all. Rob Zombie's Halloween. That breakfast scene. Wow. Scared. <laughs> Har- Scared. Absolutely horrifying. Yeah. I was horrifying how someone could write that bad dialogue. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what moment they picked, but I mean there's many moments you could pick. What scene would you go with, Doug? This scene always stuck out to me uh when the kid is like walking out of the school. And Michael Myers is kind of, he kind of runs into Michael Myers and he just like, he's like, oh shit. And then just walks away. That kind of just scared me. Like every time I watch it. Yeah. I would say when he comes out of the shadows and stabs Laurie. I mean. It's a great one. I can see that being in there. Just because he's such a relentless force. So it's hard. There's a lot of scary uh, movie moments in there. Okay, I've been staring at this movie. It's next on the list, number 11. What in the fuck is... What is this? It looks like a character from Psycho Gorman. Oh, Alien. Why the hell did uh, that... That did okay. not look like Alien at all. That had a yeah, completely different name. Yeah. <laughs> um. It looked okay. like OBGYN. Yeah, that did look weird. Um... I have seen Alien, but I gotta admit, I've never been like a huge fan of that series. Yeah, uh, it's, it's more sci-fi, you know. I I liked it. I'm not as obsessed as a lot of people are with it. I enjoyed Alien One and Two. I like Alien vs Predator. Uh, I enjoy them, but yeah, not my favorites. I'm already okay. mad at something I see. <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> um All right, number 10 is Ringu. Oh, the original Ring. Okay. I've never seen the original. I like I like the remake. I I mean Number what is this? Number 10 of all time. We have to watch the original. I don't know. I'm guessing they're talking about when the girl comes out of the TV. Scary moment, yes. Well, you're going off the remake. All right, number nine, Train to Busan. Great movie. Uh, Does not need to be on this list. Yeah, uh, not really scary. It's kind of like, it's a heart-racing type of movie yeah scary no but again if you're afraid of fucking fast running zombies you're probably petrified of this movie 
Number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sinister. Sinister? Any James Wan movie? Number eight? That's not James Wan. I thought it was James Wan. Scott Derrickson. Isn't it like in the Wanniverse, though? No, not at all. Are you sure? I'm I'm 150% positive. It was directed by Scott Derrickson. Uh, It might be Blumhouse, possibly. I'm pretty sure it's Blumhouse, but it has nothing to do with James Wan in Conjuring Universe, anything. All right, well, don't I feel silly. It has that James Wan stank on it, though. (laughs) It kind of does have that, like, aesthetic, but wow. This, uh... I was reading somewhere where they were doing, like, you know, the scariest movie of all time, and, like, they... It was like a questionnaire, and they asked people, and Sinister was number one, and I don't understand. This hey, movie did not in, hit me like that. They shot it in Long Island? Did they? Yeah. Where? Said pr- principal photography on Sinister began in autumn of 2011 in Long Island, New York. Where in Long Island? Amityville? I don't know. You'll have to find out. Damn, alright. Go, t- go take some pictures of the house or something. Yeah. I'm not that excited to do that. I don't know. I thought Sinister was uh, fine, but not even in the top 50, I would put it. Possibly top 100. Whoever this wrote movie this had, list. to me, just nothing going for it. And I love Scott Derrickson as a director. I was just so, like, bored. Number seven. I thought this would have been number one because every fucking list is always number one, but we got The Exorcist. As it should be. This movie's pretty terrifying through and through. I've always just been kind of lukewarm on The Exorcist. I will say I haven't watched it since I was maybe 14. So I really need... It's long overdue for a rewatch. But I mean, as far as its cultural impact, that's a fair placement on the list. I'm not mad that people put it at number one because it is absolutely horrifying. <laughs> What's your scariest moment from The Exorcist? Oh my god. Uh, I mean, when she rises above the bed and just like everything is shaking and everything's hectic and everyone's screaming, it's just like, whew. You know what I don't see on this list? Unless you scroll up a little bit and it's at the top five, which I don't think it is. Um... What's Exorcism of Emily Rose should absolutely be on this list. Not top five. Come on. No, no. What I'm saying is I don't know if it's in the top five because I can't see. Yeah, it's, no. it's not scrolled I'm up keep, to that. But I'm it, keeping you in suspense. Suspense. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like I like what you're doing there. But it should be in the top fifty. But I will say, um, when that girl wakes up and she sees her like laying on the floor in that contorted, like Terrifying. pose. Yeah, it's pretty. That moment was pretty creepy. Uh, yeah. Again, that at the atmosphere in that movie is just. And again, Scott Derrickson directed *Exorcism of Emily Rose*, who did oh, shit. *Sinister*. Okay. So we're circling back. Wow, he's got two in the top ten. Good for you, Scotty boy. Even what though... other ones do you have in the top ten? Oh, sorry. Never mind. My brain is shot. Um, <laughs> it's late. <laughs> It's only 9.52. I tried to convince Doug. I was like, you sure you don't want to do this in the morning? Uh. <laughs> yeah, when, when my brain can't function and yours can, <laughs> there needs to be a happy medium. No, I told Doug that 
I owed him one because, oh, I guess I can finally say this. So, all right, on our last episode. So we recorded that episode like three days before the one that you heard. We recorded the whole thing, answered all the fan questions, did everything. I hit stop, shut my laptop, which I usually do. I didn't save it. That's my mistake. I go to open my laptop the next day. Apparently, um, there was a crash overnight and the entire fucking file got deleted. And I was like, for the next two hours, I was on YouTube looking at every tutorial, like how to recover lost files. And eventually I was like, Doug, it's gone. Like it's, so I was like, it's cool if you don't want to do this, but I'm down to re-record it in the morning if you want. And you're like, all right, let's do it. Let's, so. I was devastated because I thought that was like the best episode we recorded. Personally. And then it was lost forever. Yeah, man. That's like every podcaster's worst nightmare is just having, you know, an entire episode just wiped out. So So like Command S is always your best friend. Command (sighs) S everything. So thank you for re-recording that. But I still think it came out good. And uh, it was still a fun episode. We always have fun on here. Hey, that's what we do. All right, speaking of fun, we're going to move it to number six. And we have The Shining. Definitely should be in the top ten. Absolutely. Um, I'm going with the grandma coming out of the shower scene. <laughs> Easily. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. And she's just like laughing and cackling while walking at walking at you with her soggy tits. Imagine, like, just mm. pruny. She's been in there for a, for a hot minute. Oh, yeah. And you know she's cooking up in that bathtub. <laughs> I and she's just walking at you. Maybe when uh, Jack kills Scatman Crothers. <laughs> cool name. Scary? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, No, I would go with some more of the um, kind of psychological mindfuck type stuff. Like the dead twins in the hallway. Yeah. The blood elevators. Or or yeah. the uh, the dude getting blown by the guy in the bear mask. Oh yeah, because I mean <laughs> you you probably wish you were the bear, obviously. Of course, I mean I I Ooh. got scared because like I can't imagine getting caught because I blow <laughs> bears in hotel rooms all the time. Like oh my god, somebody discovered this. So I I would I, never I, leave my door unlocked like that. Yeah. <laughs> The harrowing experience for both of them. They didn't seem to. Uh, they didn't seem too worried about it, though. Yeah, um, choking on that ghost cock. That's that's what me and Doug do in our free time. We just what? Uh, uh, nothing. I have the bear mask. Oh, all right. I'm heading <laughs> over. <laughs> all right, Doug. Are you ready for the top five? Yes. All right. Here we go. And they say that a top five can save us. <laughs> all right, number five, Psycho. Now, all right. <laughs> Psycho is classic. I mean, historical. When I rewatch it now, 
it's a good movie, but nothing scares me, you know. But again, you got to look at yeah. this list from like 19 was that 68 as well? It it was 68. 68 was a banging year. Wow, look at you 1968. It was? Hold up. Oh no, hold up. Hold up. 1960, that's right. Wow. I didn't know yeah, it was, it was that one, old. one of the earlier horror films, Janet Lee. Okay. Right? Janet Lee. All right. Am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah, you have to put it on the list just because just for what it's done and the impact that it had on, you know, other movies on this list, but top five, I mean it's a groundbreaking if, movie for the time, but scariest. I don't if know. This I were top one hundred greatest horror movies of all time, absolutely. Scariest yes. movie moments. I mean, if anybody watches the, the shower stabbing scene, which is what I'm assuming they picked it's iconic is it scary not to me maybe i'm just desensitized at this point but i don't think a lot of people would find that scene scary nowadays iconic if you saw that yeah if you saw it in 1960 though i'm sure it would hit a little different you know i mean my dad went to go the only horror movie that he went to theaters for was the exorcist and he never saw a horror movie ever again (laughs) really and yeah that was yeah that was the 70s what does your dad think of your uh, horror infatuation? Uh, he thinks it's weird, and I'm weird. <laughs> Dude, can we get your dad on the podcast? That would Probably. be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what we would talk to him about, because he doesn't watch movies oh, like that. Oh, I got questions. <laughs> I got questions for him. I got a whole laundry list of questions. Uh, this is going to be like a family therapy session, then. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, how did you put up with Doug all your life? How do you? Well, do he it? ignored me for half of it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> all right, but uh, no, no, we went to uh, like I said before, me and my uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was in fifth grade, so I was like ten, and my sister was eight or nine, and then they never went through like the uh, they never went through court. Or anything like that. Like, they got divorced. They didn't, like, you know, have a trial about, you know, custody or anything. And my mom understood that, like, we needed both parents in our lives, which was cool. Uh, So it kind of... They weren't on good terms, but they understood that they needed to be there for us. So me and my sister would, like, go to my dad's every other weekend. And he'd take us to Blockbuster and shit like that and McDonald's. But we would, like... Oh man, I gotta show you. We have like these home movies. Like I used to film. I was always the kid walking around with the video camera, and it was this clunky ass video camera. And me, I would set it up, and me and my sister would like fucking like WWF like wrestle. Like I would like <laughs> jump off the fucking dresser and like elbow her, and my sister would drop kick me in the fucking face, and my dad would just be in the other room, not caring. <laughs> occasionally he would hear like a loud bang and be like stop it and then we wouldn't <laughs> stop <laughs> all right well i will uh i'll be dr phil we'll have a family therapy. <laughs> hey dr phil <laughs> yeah there we go i've never heard that one before in my whole life by the way hey dr phil like the gay uh-huh. so it's more like uh <laughs> yep <laughs> never heard it <laughs> you're, you're more about the hot sauces now 
Oh, because I'm Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Bringing you hot questions with even hotter wings. All right, Doug, this camera, this camera, this camera, number four, what is it? Number four is, I can't even see what number four is. Oh, Audition. Audition. I never saw this movie. I've never um, seen it either. Okay, so we really can't talk about it. <laughs> all right. Um, Holly did see it recently and said it deserves all the accolades that it has. Because this, this is like a classic movie that a lot of people love. Yeah. And it doesn't get enough recognition. Um, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, I would love to see it. Um, hmm. Just got to get around to it. All right. Well, we don't have anything to add, but <laughs> something tells me... Maybe it shouldn't be top five, but I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff on this list. It should be, by the way people talk about it, The high, you know, it's, if it's high on the list, I'm not mad about it. Um, there's a couple things that maybe it should replace Sinister, and Sinister should fuck off. Uh, Yeah, and take Train to Busan and Ringu with it. <laughs> I, Just knock, I, out, knock out 8, 9, and 10. And definitely Final Destination 2. Um, but all right, number three, Doug, what is it? What do we got? It is uh, one of the best horror movies of all time, if you can guess what it is. Uh, the Tony Collette feature, Sixth Sense, Hereditary. No, not Sixth Sense. It's Hereditary. Um, yeah. Yeah, it deserves the spot that it's at. Totally agree with number three, especially with the other two ahead of it. Uh, I, I can't talk. I've talked about this so many times that I feel like I can't say anything new about it. People are going to be like, shut the fuck up about Hereditary. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We should do like a full breakdown of Hereditary. Just to dedicate a whole episode to it. I will gladly talk about Hereditary nonstop. <laughs> because I kind of want to get into the nitty gritty of that movie and dig into it. Yeah. When I saw that in theaters, definitely scared the shit out of me um which i didn't think could happen in 2018 when i saw it no i was uh, being a grown-ass adult (laughs) that that movie affected me a lot what scene would you pick i already said it before i'll say it again i'll say it all fucking day all night tony Tony... in the corner of the room i i can't tell you how uncomfortable the entire movie made me feel but sitting back in that lazy boy in the movie theater just watching the slow pan out of like what's gonna happen and then when you see her in the corner and she I, floats across the room yo that was that shit i was like i've never been more scared i never jumped like in a movie theater like physically jumped out of my skin i was like ah, what the fuck i just felt just disgusting Doug wet his huggies at the theater. Yeah, I hey, peed I in my that. hand at that. I was I didn't want to get up. <laughs> you and your pissing in weird places when you get scared. <laughs> I can't help it. My dick gets nervous and I start peeing. Hey, that's what happens. Um Yeah, we'll talk about we should do like a full breakdown of that. So I'm we'll so just down. leave it at that. But yeah, number three. Good spot for it. It would definitely be in my top five. Uh, Number two. The Thing. I'll say that one since Doug is yawning. Uh, The Thing. (laughs) 1982. I'm not even tired. 
Yeah, I thought this is this is when you come alive. What is it like? Ten p.m. I am so alive. All right, chill out, Eddie. Um, Scott's that. No, that's Eddie Vedder. Whoa, I'm what are you so talking about? alive. That's it's Eddie a Creed, Vedder, It's dude. a Creed song. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What? Bro, Bro a lot alive by Pearl. There might be another song where Creed has a song called. No, that's alive. the no. The one I'm singing is Creed. I would sing Wait, it Eddie Vedder. Sing it again. Sing it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't. I can't keep going with it. Hold on. Of course, it's Pearl Jam. You dingbat. God damn it, Doug! Don't fuck with me. It's too late for this shit. All <laughs> right. Gonna... I really, I really had you going for a second. I hate you so much. Um, you're like, what? No. All right, we've got two movies to get through. Just stay on track. All right, the thing. <laughs> Talk about the movie, Doug. Say something right now. Huh? Do you have boxers I'm... on right now? No, I don't have on boxers. I have on shorts. Just talk about the fucking movie, Doug. God. Oh, I, number two is The Thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great analysis. <laughs> um, I don't know about it being at number two, though. I mean, the whole dog transformation is pretty terrifying. Um, But when I first saw this movie, I didn't really find it like it was jarring, but it wasn't scary um i guess i guess it's at the number two spot just because it's like some alien form and no one really knows what's happening it's kind of very mysterious but scary i don't know i love the i love the thing i love the movie um, i don't know it's got some good jump scares like um when the chest opens up and eats that guy's arms like you just there's no lead up to it it just happens that's pretty i could see especially in 1982 would Man, you put that the number two like, though? Uh, not personally. I'm not mad at that spot. I'm glad that they put something like that instead of the cliche Exorcist or Psycho. Um, because this it, is a scariest movie moments list. It is an out there pick. It is like an out of the box pick. Uh. They did a good job with, like, you know, variety on this list between old and new. Uh, the thing, I don't know, I think it would be up there. Yeah. Maybe not, in, again, I love the movie, but scary and thinking unbiased, I still think it would be top 20, at least. Sure, yeah, I was gonna say, it would be in my top 20, but maybe not top 5. Alright, with that said, it is time for the final movie. Number one, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I'm happy with movie. that spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's one of those movies, I saw it for the first time when I was 13, 14 or something, and I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was just kind of boring. Really? It was okay. I wouldn't say boring. Well, the first half does kind of drag when you're dealing with like Franklin and oh, Sally, Sally. Uh, the smells, worst. Like a, smells like a damn slaughterhouse in there. I was so happy oh. when he got killed. Yeah. But as I've watched it over the years, each time I watch it, I like it more. 
the whole ending to that movie, like the last 15 minutes, everything from the dinner scene all the way to the chase to the chainsaw dance is just perfect. Like you will never, there will never be another movie that could even touch capturing something similar to that movie. I mean, no, there, there are movies that are groundbreaking in their genre. And then there are movies that are groundbreaking just filmmaking wise. Uh, yeah. Toby Hooper is upper echelon in directing because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's gritty. It's dark. It shows you another side of Texas that maybe haven't, hasn't been seen in, in movies before. Maybe I'm wrong, but like the way they portray just like, you know, the, the people who live off the beaten path. Yeah. just terrifying and like you said the dinner scene was truly messed up uh i'm like you i seen this when i was maybe 13 or 14 and i was i immediately became in love with it i'm like this movie is fucked up <laughs> this movie is terrifying it's uh it's kind of like it's like a, it's like a roller coaster i think because like once you, it's just like up, 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 you go up, you're at the top, and then shit just goes off the rails. And then it just doesn't stop. It's very, like, in-your-face type of movie. And the way Toby Hooper directs it, everything is so just... It just feels like you're in there. You feel sticky. You feel dirty. Yeah. So... Yeah, you feel like you, yeah, number feel one. Like you need a bath after you watch that movie. Um... Just like hearing Rob Zombie's dialogue. Need a bath. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, he's he's a big fan of this movie. As he should be. Yeah. Thank um, God he didn't remake this. He should have remade this instead of Halloween. I mean, his style would have suited that a lot better. Actually, yeah. I take that back. Yeah, you're right. He should have remade this. Yeah, but they already remade it in 2003 and... 2006, 2008. The Jessica Biel one was pretty good, though. I will uh, I will say that. It's not that bad. I, I have a soft spot for it. I saw it in theaters back in the day and loved it. It's a little too Abercrombie, you know? <laughs> it's... It's you can like, smell uh, the fumes of Hollister coming off their necks. Yeah. I'm surprised Leatherface didn't have like a Hollister apron. You <laughs> <laughs> just walk past him and you're like, ooh, what is that? Sandy Beaches? What are you wearing right now? He had like yeah, a puka like... shell necklace under his other skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. Hey, there's Leather, go of... get me that surfboard wax, babe. Yeah, there's a copy of Us Weekly in his dungeon with uh, Nick Lachey <laughs> and Jessica Simpson on the cover. <laughs> He's watching Lagoon right. Beach just on the couch <laughs> with his board shorts on, sand in between his toes. Oh, shit. Or maybe he was new metal Leatherface. Maybe he was like, wearing a Static X shirt underneath that apron. <laughs> uh, you know. think he cut off Wayne Static's face and wore it, even with the hair? That'd be great. <laughs> Oh, okay. A little static X joke. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, all hey, right. Uh, well, you want to go on a Wisconsin uh, death trip there? You want to party hard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
hey, uh, you know, they, they wrote this album about me, you know, uh, I'm from Wisconsin and, uh, <laughs> all right. Wow. You sound like Norm MacDonald. <laughs> oh, all right. It's late. It's late. And, uh, <laughs> wow. We've been recording for like an hour and 45, but Hey, we got through the list. I kind of wish we had time to, um, we should have broken this up into like three episodes and just talked about all the movies. Like 30 movies each episode. But well, we fucked up now, didn't we? Well, you can't go back. Uh, Unless just, you don't save it and then we have to re-record this episode. Oh my god, we are not re-recording this one. Alright, think about this, Doug. Okay, so you got Sinister at number 8 and Train to Busan and Final Destination 2. Just look at all these movies before it. Like, all these classic movies. And you're fucking telling me phantasm dawn of the dead um candy man demons oh pff, get that shit off this list yeah, yeah. it'll be scared i mean come on but hey look if you and me made our own list people would have problems with it too that's the it's thing all subjective with at the end of the day yeah, but come on. Some of them are like, obviously shouldn't be top 10. And Final Destination 2 is for goddamn sure one of those movies. I mean, some movies shouldn't even be on this list. Again, I love Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That movie moment is not top like, 100 is a lot. But like when you really break it down, it's really not. There's so many movies. Out of uh, all the, the travesties, you picked that one? I'm just thinking rant just I'm thinking of a movie that I love that I wouldn't even I would just take out because like if we're going scary it's not really scary that like cuts you deep to your core and makes you not want to sleep at night is it a cool twist yeah of course it is I it's a great movie and I love Invasion of the Body Snatchers I love Donald Sutherland I love Jeff Goldblum in it um but like it's a scary movie moment that like really makes you want to like sleep with your lights on i i wouldn't put it on the list doesn't make you want to piss out the window doesn't belong on the list no it makes me want to piss in the toilet yeah like a normal it's a toilet pisser being. yeah that's how we rank our movies toilet pisser or window pisser <laughs> it's, a, it's a window pisser <laughs> yeah this one's a toilet pisser for me i was not a fan of it uh i totally uh <laughs> <laughs> check it out saying. we got we got window pissa, bathroom pissa, and wicked pissa. Wait, all right, we're from Boston now. Yeah, we're Mark from Southie, is coming baby. up a lot in this episode. Are <laughs> hey, you from Southie over there? You fucking prick! Hey, you? hey, fucking Southie. <laughs> hey, Doug, you don't like my movie stuff? <laughs> wow, that's a good Mark Wahlberg. Wow, wow, you never seen Fear? What's wrong with you? Have you ever, you ever seen The Happening? I'll t I'll take my shirt off and show you fear, huh? Hey, you want to see these hey, abs? Hey, come over here, tough guy. Hey, I'm talking to you. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Did you ever see The Departed? Uh, no. Oh, dude, you gotta see The Departed. I know. I hear it's good. Hey, there's movies on that. There's movies that didn't even make the list. Pet Cemetery isn't on the list. Well, I can't talk about that one. <laughs> the Lost Boys isn't on the list scary though when they uh 
eat those kids at the beach. I guess that was like I don't scary. know. I wasn't scared. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go old school. Let's go house on a haunted hill. We gotta make our own list then. Okay. Or you know what we should do? We should put out like a poll and be like, hey, what is the like? Make like like do like a scary like what's your what movie petrifies you the most? And then we can like wrangle them up and kind of like maybe tally them up or talk about the ones that are most spoken about. Yeah. We'll follow this under um, episode ideas. We probably won't do, but that's a good oh, idea. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if no, it's such I mean, a it's good a, idea. We're not doing it. No, it's a great idea, but you know how it is. We always, we're like, yo, we should do <laughs> this and that. Top 10 Creed songs episode written by Eddie Vedder. I'm still pissed at you. You fucking, uh, I can't even think of the word. You tricked me, you bastard. I behooved you. You behooved me. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> I rabble around you. I don't know if that's the right word to you. You damn knucklehead. Oh, my knee itches. All right. Thanks for letting the people know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We got to wrap this up. We're going to start just getting crazier. What's the longest weird. episode that we ever did? Uh, this is coming up on it. This is like we might have, we might have beaten it. An hour and fifty fifty minutes, and it's time for uh old old <laughs> old buddy over here to go to bed. <laughs> All right, well, hey, if you are still listening, um, thank you so much because that means you are truly dedicated to listen to us ramble this much after we're done with the list. But we appreciate it. Um, yeah. Any any announcements? Anything we got to tell the people? Got some merch coming. Got that merch, baby. Yeah, got we just dropped a new logo. fire logo. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Done by Phil's friend. Uh, I don't know her, but I think she's cool because she Emily. Yes, Emily. Shout out um, to Emily. Yeah, she killed it. Uh, we're gonna put that bad boy on shirts, some sweaters, some stickers. Should we do and, uh, hoodies? Yeah, we gotta do hoodies. Like, with like maybe a design going down the sleeve, like what would you put on the sleeve? Obviously, Spook House podcast written in Japanese writing because that's just like the edgiest thing we can do. Yeah, we got to get those uh those Zoomers to buy our merch. Zoomers, so, Zoomers. Yeah. Hey, we could put uh pictures of uh Scott Stapp's face along the sleeve. We could even put it like on the back where the tag should be. You know, some people, <laughs> some companies have like their name like on the back of the shirt. Like inside, yeah. we could do Scott Stapp's space in there, very hidden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would cost extra, but it would be worth it. People would love it, and we wouldn't tell. Well, we were telling people now if they listen, but uh, just disregard this part. We never said anything about Scott Stapp. Yeah, and act surprised when you see Scott Stapp arrive on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely make the price higher, huh, Doug? Um. Very, very high. Yeah. But it would be it would be our sacrifice. Yeah, I mean we'll welcome you to our merch store with uh with arms wide open. Um, you, know, you won't look like a piece of human clay while wearing. <laughs> and if no one buys it, then we'll just be uh, you know, six feet from the what song is that? Hold <laughs> me now. There we go. <laughs> from the edge and I'm thinking 
Maybe Six Street isn't so far down. All right. Well, I think it's time to stop this act. <laughs> stop this act. <laughs> it's time to stop this episode. Now you didn't even intend for that to happen, and it just oh, slipped out. I can't speak. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Phil is not under the influence of any drugs. He's just old. I'm actually not. I, I've been sipping my uh, my tea, and that's it. There's no mushrooms in there, I promise. No. I'm not going to hypnotize you to go to bed or something. All right. Well, we are going to get on out of here, but thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Doug, I love you the most. I love you right back. All right. Well, and I we love will... everyone. There it is. All right. We will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody.